right, enough conversation over there. <laughs> hey, everybody, I am Johnny Torres. Welcome Monday night, and we are counting down the minutes for the Stanley Cup final. So we're going to get in some political news, news of the day in here with the yard sign. Thank you so much for watching, as you always do, Monday night, 7 o'clock. Don't forget, you can catch the audio version of our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google platforms. Uh, you can subscribe to those. <laughs> we're trying to share the show here and build the audience, so ignore any of the background noise. Uh, real quick, let's go into today topics uh amy coney barrett of course uh trump's nominee for the supreme court will pick uh part not only the whole nomination process but also a little bit of her background and what to expect in the upcoming weeks trump's tax day big news that came out of course uh on a monday so that way you get a whole new cycle out of it this week uh and of course the timing couldn't have been any uh better or worse depending on how you look at it as uh tomorrow will be the first of hopefully a number of debates between uh, president donald j trump and joe biden uh so we'll pick apart the presidential debate preview um and um We'll even talk about it. We may do a simulcast or not. I don't know. We kind of do these things on the fly. Uh, we're not running a very professional operation here. So, <laughs> Also, pro sports in 2020. Go Lightning. Again, tonight, final game of the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, or the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, the Rays are doing amazing. The Bucks are looking good. Uh, the Miami Heat are going to the NBA finals. I am a very, very happy man. Uh, also, very happy are the two gentlemen joining me tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and get over to uh, the main camera. And that is, oh, let's see. That's a little more zoomed in than I expected. Oh, <laughs> and I've got the, um, there we go. Sorry, guys. Let me, I'll, I'll fix that in a second. But from left to right, those familiar faces are Joe Wicker on the left-hand side there. Hello, sir. And uh, joining me on the uh, right-hand side there is Anibal David Cabrera. Are we, are we allowed to my talk? Joe Wicker thing go? Yes, you're allowed to talk cheers, now. Cheers. So let me see. All right, there goes Joe's uh, sticker. Is that an American flag embossed sign over uh, your uh, head? Uh, mask there. I think oh, that's against mine. Oh, his. Yeah. Oh, that's my mask. Yeah. Yeah, totally yeah. against well, flag code. Are we really going to have this conversation it's against again? the U.S. flag code? <laughs> really? We're going to have this conversation. Google it. I thought we Google it. I thought we worked <laughs> this Google out it. in pre Google it. in the pre-show discussion. Your citizenship is oh. in jeopardy. Yeah. Are you are you are you questioning <laughs> my paperwork? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, all right, fellas, first topic it. of the day. We're starting it. off strong. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We can all lose it. Ice will be for treason. Ice will be kicking down the door shortly. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to start They're off. They're busy with uh, the riots, actually. They're, they're kind of tied up in Portland be. right now. They should be yeah. busy tied with up the riots, in Portland. Yes. And, did you see that video that was kind of got, got out a little bit today where they're this U-Haul pulls up and they're just unloading all of the protest materials and oh, yeah. off the back of the U-Haul. Are you yeah. saying that it's, was they, they coordinated well, they found, and they found out They found out who rented it, right? They got the lady, you know, because I guess, I don't know, maybe U-Haul gave them the info. I don't know. But they found out who rented it. It was like this young lady and they got in touch with her and she's like, yeah, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Wow. So, um, anyways, let's uh, go back to the show and let's get back on topic here. Amy Coney Barrett, of course, uh, President Trump uh, following through on on his word. And, you know, this is the problem that the president gets into is, is that there are times where he says something and he follows through with it and, and gets it done. Right. And then there's other times where he's joking around and he's not really being serious. And unfortunately, journalists have no sense of humor. And so they when he's joking. 
they can't take it for what it is, which is a joke. And then when he's not joking, uh, they, then, of course, uh, you know, we'll criticize him to no end. So um, first impressions on ACB uh, being the nominee for the Supreme Court. What do you guys think? You down with ACB? Yeah, you, yeah, know, you know me. me. <laughs> you down with ACB? Everybody. She's the notorious ACB. Well, we were talking a little bit about that, right? In terms of the, you know, there were groups out there that were suddenly offended. Uh, oh, and I just realized I didn't turn on those lights above you. Um, but uh, because that was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's nickname as of, I don't know, a few years ago. Yeah. And, and it's like they will literally find anything to criticize or get angry about. Well, that's that's usually the motive of the left, really, is to get upset, to get notoriously upset, Outrage. about outrageous things, and everything. And at Every the end day. of the day, I think it's it's more posturing from the left when it comes to that. I think it's a, it's interesting that they had they had t shirts and everything else. Oh yeah, a, about other things, but I don't know. I don't have an issue with it. I don't think it's a big deal. It is. She has a just three. Three word name. I mean, it is what it is. If you can build it an acronym fits. quickly, it fits. Yeah, it, it fits. does fit. Now, should you feel offended? No, because who should be offended for someone using what that person created as a phrase would be like notorious. The thing about the outrage that makes it kind of silly is that just like with Kavanaugh, like as soon as the announcement's made, the signs are already pre-printed, like professional <laughs> printed signs. They're handing them out in, you know, in D.C. Uh, and, and it's obvious that uh, some printer somewhere got a contract with the, the DNC or whoever to go print, you know, thousands of, of pro anti-fill-in-the-blank signs with these various names of, of potential Supreme Court justice picks. And then when it comes time, it's like, it's like the World Series. They go ahead and print the you know, <laughs> shirts yeah. and hats Regardless for both teams, no matter win. who yeah. it is. And they just toss out the ones that they're going to use. So, so if you're going to be outraged about somebody, I mean, let's, let's actually have something to, to be outraged about. Don't just you know, be against whoever Well, I feel it was it the, f- the first wave of outrage. And now the new outrage is, is the fact that – and. Something that was very shocking to me is that they're painting her as a racist colonialist because she has two adopted black children from Haiti, which was mind-boggling. Yeah, I thought that was odd. Yeah, I thought that was odd. It was like, wait a minute. So if you don't adopt, if you wouldn't adopt a child from another country, that would, I guess, would be a problem. But if you do, then you're a colonialist. I mean, my gosh, I can't even, I mean, I'll tell you what, those children, okay, if you're, if you're a young child, right, without... Uh, whatever, I don't know those children's situation at home, but if they didn't have parents or didn't have a stable home or whatnot and they get adopted into a great family, I mean, come on. I mean, that's that's amazing for them. Well, wouldn't you say that just calling it racist for her to adopt black children is like saying that gays aren't allowed to get married or gays shouldn't adopt children? It's like the amount of mental gymnastics that you have to do to justify that comment of a family adopting two children doesn't matter what race well, doesn't matter what creed well, obviously just giving they those fed, children additional chances yeah, so they they feel you know i think as a person of faith um they felt led to obviously adopt and then there's also the practical matter right i mean so i got three kids i'd like to have more but you start you get to the point to where <laughs> just biologically maybe it, it it's you know it's it's not gonna keep going you know and so so some people choose to adopt and and I just can't see the sense in politicizing 
a family that adopts children, period. I mean, it doesn't matter for what. I mean, why would you politicize that? Because it's, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's, this is a major decision that's going to get made. It's not like she wasn't already on the list to get made. I think the Federalist, what's the, the legal organization? Yeah, the Federalist Society. Well, one and, more and, thing on adoption. A lot of people uh, don't realize that sometimes people adopt overseas because it's easier. Yes. It's just a huge bureaucratic process in the United States that's extremely expensive. And so some people are like, we want to adopt some kids, you know. Yeah. Where can we go to adopt some children that, you know, that are in, in need of adoption? And, and you, know, you know, maybe they maybe that's how they came upon it. I mean, it doesn't even matter. We shouldn't even be one, we shouldn't even be yeah. discussing the, the, the purpose of it. But they, do, you think, do you think that's like either they have nothing on her and they're grasping for straws or this is just the first a gamut of criticism that they're going to have. Cause yeah, like, I, don't, I don't expect us to get some kind of like breaking news of her doing cake stands, which you never know might be possible right, right. when she was in college and also is not illegal. If she well, was just doing like cake Kavanaugh, stands. right? Everybody knows that Kavanaugh was a nerd that never missed, you know, class was always early, did everything right. Okay. They came up with some crazy stuff on him. Um, you know, with her, you know, she's, she obviously was a stellar student every, you know, she, she's, she's probably straight as an arrow. I don't, I don't, I don't see them having anything on her. I actually, I actually am not convinced that they're going to go after the religion. I think that they already, uh, cause they went after her before she already, she's already been down this route when she got, uh, uh appointed to the federal bench. Yes. So she already went through this. And Dianne Feinstein was the yes. one that famously said uh, the dogma the dogma lives loudly within you or something like that. That was a response is, after uh, Amy was giving responses of, well, what yeah. do you mean when you say uh, Orthodox Catholic? Because, like, there was a – she wrote a paper in regards uh, to, like, she had Which to, is not a thing. Which she had to, like – Give the right. <laughs> yeah, well, she had to give the breakdown oh, okay. of see. her position, and, the, and they're like, "Well, we use that word to show more of the Catholicism," and she's like, "Well, well, what does that mean?" And they're like, "Well, it's not like she means Orthodox Greek or anything else, because there's definitions of Orthodox right, Judaism right. where it makes sense." But there, yeah, you're right. There is no so thing since as this is a political right. So since this is a political show, this is a good time to remind ourselves and everybody else that there is no religious test, test. for office. What? Are you no religious test for office? Are you saying that Republican candidates or conservative candidates are being judged and treated differently than any other candidates? Absolutely. Well, if her Catholicism is a problem, isn't Joe Biden Catholic? Okay. So well, 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 so so so, and and here's why I bring that up. Wait, wait, because real quick, neither yeah. of us are Catholic, so right, like, we're it's not. very difficult for us to make but here's, real inroads. But is he? Does he consider himself one? But, he but, considers but himself a here, devoted, so, devout Catholic. So here's why. Here's why I bring up the point. I don't think the Democrats actually have an issue at all if you are a religious person, um, specifically Christian. Okay, they have an issue if you actually believe in it. Yes. Because guess what? A lot of the beliefs um, in the Jewish faith are right in line. I mean, the Christianity uh, is an extension of Judaism. So, book, yeah. so I mean, you know, part. So, so you know, if if Ruth Bader Ginsburg was Jewish, you you obviously didn't have an issue with that unless you were okay with it because you didn't think that she would actually follow the tenets of the faith. I well, mean, it's so almost like those, what's the those real democratic. Um, Senators are asking for a morality test. Yeah. Well, would you do this if we do X, Y, and Z? Which I don't think is an appropriate response right. to be given because then you really do look like a bigot 
from this uh, as a senator because you're judges, asking for someone that. But the nominees, you know, all of them, whether they were nominated by a Republican president or whether they were nominated by a Democratic president, um, all of the judicial nominees that I've ever seen in their confirmation hearings are usually pretty good about solidifying the point, rightfully so, that they're not going to make decisions on hypothetical. They're not going to tell you Correct. what they would do in a hypothetical situation. They're going to tell you that they're going to apply the law consistently as it's written. Yeah, and because I, that's their yeah, job. And I'm not going to say that like Nancy Pelosi is a Catholic. Like I'm not going to do air quotes around her version <laughs> of Catholicism or like Joe Biden's Catholicism. Like I'm uh, not going to do that. I didn't right. do air quotes. But what I will say is that I look at people about their with their actions. And the same way I look at Trump in regards to his of his uh, Christianity, I look at his actions and everything else. Now we're not here to debate and and I don't like talking about anyone's religion or faith, but I will say it's more appropriate to see people's actions of how you walk through your faith. And if that means taking positions as a senator, then that so again, a lot of do so that. again, the issue. So again, if Democrats have an issue with her being Catholic then my question is, do you have an issue with Joe Biden being a Catholic? Because that's your nominee. I so, thought we resolved all of this in the 1970s yeah. when, when... Yeah, when Kennedy when ran. Kennedy yeah, ran. I, thought we, I thought we established that, it, you know, yeah, I thought we got over that hurdle, and right? Like for, the idea of a Catholic yeah, being. Yeah, and so, I thought we got over that hurdle. And now, right, was it when... when oh, what was the verbiage that during the... What's the big abortion law... Rovers. Roadway. So yeah. when that was passed, five of the Supreme Court uh, justices were ele- were put on the bench from Republicans. Yeah. So right. this whole nonsense of thinking that Republicans are going to be the one, if you put more uh, conservative justices onto the Supreme Court, that they're going to reverse that. I highly doubt that is going to be what's going to happen. I think what's going to occur is that laws are going to be not the set that the Supreme Court should not be pushing law. It should be, well, that's not their job, and that's not their job. But the but the the Senate and the Congress have made it almost to the point to where Democrats feel more comfortable kicking it up to the courts than sure. them actually passing sure. laws because they have very unpopular ideas that they can't get through legislatively. Exactly. So they want. But that's get it the to fear the tactic, system. right? I mean, the big fear tactic that that Democrats are going to use is that she's going to overturn Roe versus Wade. That now yeah, that you know happened. that conservatives, not only that, yeah. but honestly, let's let's call it what it is. I mean, you look at the 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 justices that have been appointed by Bush and that were uh, that have been appointed by Trump, and have they really turned out to be that conservative? Not really. I mean, we got Scotus care from uh, yeah. Justice Roberts. <laughs> I mean, Roberts. Now, that's what they're going to hit. That's what they're going to hit um, ACB on. They're going to think that because she's going to she, get rid of it because she wrote a paper where she basically, and I mean, I I think appropriately, she outlined how Obamacare in it didn't have it didn't have the the support in the law right like it just it wasn't it wasn't there was nothing that really could support it support it, well, it was when it was when it, yeah when it was challenged um because you remember because remember everybody said it wasn't a tax it wasn't a tax they the whole time they said it wasn't a tax and then when they went to the supreme court what did they do they argued oh this is a tax and they had to argue that because taxation is within the purview yes. of congress so they had to argue that it was a tax um, and, and so Roberts basically does all these contortions or whatever, and they find a way for 
uh, Obamacare to become he literally law. he literally and rewrites so the the law to where it's yeah. now attached. So she said, yeah, they they yeah. So they said what the law didn't say, and so uh, that's why she, I guess, you know, wrote a paper and and called it SCOTUS Care, and maybe somebody else coined that phrase. She may have just been referring to it, but the thing is, though, there's not much baggage I see on her in in regards to her what the position papers that she's written. Uh, again, we've known she's been on a list for four well, years. Well, somebody somebody's putting out there this whole thing about Handmaiden's Tale and all this crazy, <laughs> like it's it's some kind of like well, wacko no, but, yeah, but stuff. You had like that, you had that, which, which is religious, which is the it's a religious thing or something. It's like this religious component. No, it's, it's a, they're it's not a, attacking Catholicism, it's a but they're basically mo- it's a TV show. I know, but they're saying that somehow she's part of a secret group that has like this secret oath or something that she's going to believe supersedes her. No, I mean, it's just, it's, these are the same people that think know. the it's world is being led by lizard people. So, yeah, I mean, I mean you go, she's going to take an oath and I'm sure that she believes in that oath. Actually, she's taken many other oaths already like it. So. Everyone falls into that quagmire at 3 a.m. in the morning on YouTube and you start looking through the videos of Illuminati and everything else. We've all gone down that. <laughs> You're in the dark hole. web. You have a spot on the dark oh, web. It's, it's, it's insane how quickly. Yeah. Everybody talks about the dark web. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to fall into the how dark quickly web. Like, I, is this a website? How what is it? I don't 9 want 9 p.m. turns into 3.30 yeah, a.m. I, I don't want to be. <laughs> after, after 112 <laughs> YouTube video yeah. recommendations. I, 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 don't, I don't want to be on the dark web. I don't want to follow in. Is it a hole you fall into? Like, does it infect your computer? Like, I, I don't want to have anything to do with it i don't know i, I will say right now i've never been on the dark web even though i don't know what that is well, so i'm just it's a talking point it's, it's like where everybody's credit card numbers are at right it's like where they it's like where this, they list the all same, credit exactly. cards the same theory of from. the dark internet is the same theory i put in for um critical race theory i i and just so, i just assume fbi agents are hanging out like you know looking for well, Bob is listening to our conversation right yeah, now. Exactly. That's right. So, Bob, please know that we are not talking about anything illegal, nor do we have any information on Hillary Clinton's next kill list. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, on that note, uh, quick shout out uh, to Mrs. Stewart. And uh, since she's omitted her name on Facebook, I'll omit her name as well. Uh, <laughs> Hector, always joining us in the comments section, our good friend Hector. Thank you so much for watching, buddy. And uh, again, if you are watching, make sure you leave us a comment. Uh, hit the like the share button uh, and help us uh, grow the show the numbers are actually looking pretty great uh, uh, for this past year and uh, so we're well on our way uh, yes and evil so I'll say this Hector you do have a really good point and we kind of talked about it last week in regards to what's her name the Florida the Florida uh, potential Florida Supreme Court nominee Lagos oh she's out yeah, yeah. So oh. he's saying, why don't we pick her as someone for because she's in she's from Florida and you you would drive up the base in Florida. Now you told me and we had this conversation that she was kind of not taken out of the running, but like I, it I just there were I too many things right out of the gate. She was almost almost immediately taken out of the running. Yeah. I, did, I didn't understand. <clears throat> I didn't understand the the idea behind select a f- person from Florida. To, as Supreme Court judge, because it's going to bring out Florida voters. Like I, I, I don't know. I wasn't following that logic. I mean, no, no. It's they're just, already it's, on the court, so it was just it kind of with with Amy Barrett. It just it checked off all the right boxes, you know. So it's like take Amy Barrett and then add on like Hispanic to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I mean, it was yeah, just. But see, it's one of those things that but Lagoa, may or may not move the am needle. I saying her name but, right, Lagoa. I mean. Listen, I'm not. We're, none of us are judges in here, okay? But none of I'm us just have, glad you, know, you got that name. But 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 
didn't I mean she she was pretty new right I mean like she was still pretty new she she's like less she than had five just years got on that she had yeah. just got on on that federal bench she was just right. appointed yeah I mean it just seemed like no um, and that was the I think Amy, honestly that was the reason I think that's what did yeah her in. it just seemed like Amy had already a body of work yes. behind her where you had kind of the the you know so well, I don't again, know I, she has been on a list I mean, we're for not, a very long time which means that she was vetted by uh by conservative lawyers she was vetted by for a while this is not out of the blue of a person, we've known this list of individuals for quite some time since um, Trump started running for president. One of the things that uh, uh, our, our good friend Paul Phillips would like to point out is, you know, <laughs> we are not part of that decision making process. And I, I mean, I've I've and I, I, you know, I have to admit that. Right. It's it's we have to admit it for ourselves. And I've told other people, I'm like, look, there's only 100 people that have any say. In that process, right, yes. and they all happen to be United States senators. And if you're not one, that means your opinion really is. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. And 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 not only that, but uh, appointing a Supreme Court justice and then having that person go through confirmation hearings. I mean, they're getting into legal review, court cases. I mean, let's be honest. That's that's just that's not our lane. You know, well, that's, and the truth not for us to. To criticize hardly well and and so we don't know obviously right what parameters they're looking at to to have chosen her as the nominee because we're not in those conversations and we certainly don't know what the senate is or isn't going to be looking for yeah. you know are they looking for somebody that's just going to check off all the conservative boxes or are they genuinely looking for a constitutionalist who's going to uphold the constitution right. and again does does that really move the needle to where we are now? Not really. I mean, we have a pretty balanced right. Supreme Court, in, right. and and I wouldn't see. It's one of the last aspects I think of our federal government that I truly see is maybe being nonpartisan still, um, right? Right. You know, despite people trying to politicize it. Well, it's always been. Let's be honest. Well, people the, are asking for the term court, limits the, now on the judges. The court has, yeah, because they're not. Well, gonna Democrats get their want to expand because, yeah, it because, because they, they, because they want, yeah. You know what? I won't have a problem with the it Supreme Court. It would become court. like elections. No, are no, you no. Kidding no. Me? I wouldn't have a problem yeah. with the Supreme Court getting term limits if the Congress and Senate would get term limits also. And I am a huge advocate of not make of not having term limits for uh, elected officials besides the president. However, if you're going to go across the board, do the whole thing. And the founders, it. the found without getting all nerdy. I mean, the founders, <laughs> what? you can, you can, you can look at the notes. Okay. When they were drafting the constitution, the founders debated nearly all of these issues. Yeah. Okay. And they have justification for why they chose what they chose. A big one, a big one is term limits and congressional pay. You know, people say they shouldn't get paid. That was debated. That was debated. They debated about whether huh. they should get paid. They debated term limits. They talked about this. Right. And when you go through the actual founders' comments, Correct. then it's then you start realizing, okay, this is there's a reasons why. This wasn't put together in three weekends. Right. This was a, like a pretty legitimate process of what they went through. Let's yeah. let them handle it. She's getting on the court. It's happening. Oh, there's almost they've no got way 50, she's They've not got 51 happen. votes, and they got Mike Pence in the back pocket to be a tiebreaker, even if they lost three votes. And Romney's well, already said he's going to vote. I right. just think it's hysterical. Like, you know, uh, Gillibrand came out and said uh, that she's not going to hear, you know, I guess the. the you she's mean not, not meet with her? Participate, yeah. Oh, no, uh, no, no, not meet with her. You know, it's like, look, I mean, you can pull yeah. all the theatrics you want, but uh, again, I don't think McConnell would have pushed as hard as he did. Nope. Um, I don't think they'd all be pushing as hard as they are if they didn't think they had the votes. Yep. You got to so. give credit to, I mean, I'm not 
you know, McConnell, if anybody's... You mean Cocaine Mitch? If it, yeah, yeah, Cocaine Mitch. If, anybody, if anybody's deep state, um, not deep state, but if anybody's establishment, I mean, it's, it's Mitch McConnell, yeah. right? So I'm not, I'm not a fanboy per se, but you got to give him credit. I mean, that guy has pushed through a lot of these, um, the, the, even, maybe even a bigger impact, which is all these other federal court uh, openings that, that we had, 100 plus that have already been fulfilled. You don't hear about those, but those have been filled in the last three years. Yeah. I love it. Quick shout out to uh, Lorraine Hartman. Hello, Laura. I haven't seen her in a while. We got, uh, and uh, our buddy, Jeff Padovani, uh, which we were talking about before the show. What's up, buddy? Uh, Thank you all for watching. Uh, Let's go ahead and reset today's conversations. Oh, I'm on the wrong screen here. Uh, nope, that's not doing what uh, it should be doing. Let's see. Try one more time. There we go. Can we get it together, please? I'm trying. I'm, I'm too worried about the, the game tonight. And so <laughs> last Monday, I wore my jacket, my lightning jacket, and they won. And so I figured today if I wore the jersey, hopefully they'll win again. So. What were you wearing yesterday then? What do you mean? Or not yesterday. Uh, two days ago when we lost. Um, I don't know. PJs? I don't know. I have no idea. Obviously, we lost, so I'm not doing that again. <laughs> You're right. not going to wear PJs again. Okay. <laughs> never. Uh, you have a never uh, again. <clears throat> uh, let me go ahead and reset the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, we uh, just tackled uh, ACB's uh, nomination and yeah, hopefully future confirmation. Uh, um, and uh, don't forget, you can subscribe to the audio version of our podcast, which has been growing by leaps and bounds. We actually had our biggest month uh, this this past month. Uh, so thank you to everybody listening to the audio version of the podcast. You can find that on Apple, Google and Spotify. Um, and uh, again, so the big news that came out uh, today was uh, Trump's tax returns or alleged tax returns. Uh, the New York Times, predictably, uh, put out the, the big blockbuster story today, uh, basically claiming that uh, Trump's only made, you know, about a thousand, paid uh, less than a thousand dollars over the past couple of years and that he's about 10 years behind and about six figures in, in tax debt. Um, obviously guys, I mean, he, if he were tax evading, which is not what they're accusing him of, but that's how a lot of people interpret this stuff because they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, he'd be in jail already. So as a, as a small business owner who very quickly realized there was no way that I was going to be able to do my own taxes, um, (laughs) you know, years ago I handed over my personal and my, um, corporate taxes to a CPA and every business out there virtually, certainly something like the Trump Organization, is going to have really big firms, right? Yeah. Your Ernst and Youngs and, and whatnot, <clears throat> that are compiling all of their, their tax uh, documents and preparing their returns. And those companies or the individual officers of those companies, like Trump, are going to pay what they are told that they have to pay. And to what Jonathan was kind of alluding to, if, if there was a reason why President Trump or any of the people in his family or any of the officers of his company or his companies were not paying the taxes that they were required to pay, that would already be known because the IRS would have already been coming after them. Um, peop- it's not uncommon for rich people or famous people to get audited, okay? And so um, if he was doing something illegal, it would be found out. He's not. And people talking about his taxes... It's kind of along the lines of the Supreme Court justice. You have a bunch of people talking about things that they have no idea at all what they're no talking idea. about. But that's what they're counting on. 
they're counting on the public ignorance so that Joe Biden can bring this up in the debate tomorrow. We are going to talk about the debates in just a little bit, um, but basically accuse him of not paying taxes. And so he's going to look like a tax cheat. You know, again, meanwhile, you have Democrats in cities all across the country making these very same tax deals with Jeff Bezos and and uh, you, right. you know, name the corporation, right, you know, right. to give them all kinds of incentives. And I'm not saying just Democrats do it. Both sides do it. You know, they give them these tax incentives and then they want to then turn around and complain about the fact that these corporations yeah. and these magnates like yeah. don't pay taxes. Yeah. Well, you made the deals, yeah, you, yeah. you know, and, and especially these guys in the Senate and Congress who are going to criticize the president over this well guess who made the rules they did right if you don't like the tax laws lobby to change the tax laws there's not a person in this country that says to their accountant how much do i owe oh okay i owe 750 bucks okay a thousand okay i don't know anything well let me just send in a little extra because i just want to make sure you know that uh I'm paying, you know, my fair share. People pay what they owe, and that's it, period. Also, I love how now everyone is a tax expert oh, yeah, uh, when it yeah. comes to the federal tax laws yeah, yeah. and have come out blazing with attachments of this article and other news articles. It's come to the point now, I, I, I see the headline, I see the article, I read the article, I take a day or two, and then I'll make a comment. You know yeah. why? Because it's always yeah. yep. a position of nonsense that people are coming at. And I don't and even the IRS should not be politicized. And no. that's that's another thing, man. It's like these organizations within the federal government that you may not like them, but at least you you trust them. You think you have a fair shot, right? It's like the FBI. The FBI has done so much damage to themselves mm -hmm. these last few years because it's like you don't want the FBI to show up to your door, but if you're truly innocent, you're like, I'm innocent. What's the big deal? I can talk to the FBI. No, no, now you know not, not to say anything to anybody. And with the IRS, it's like, okay, nobody likes paying, but you don't believe that people at the IRS are slipping tax returns to the media. I mean, somebody, right. somebody. So, yeah, so they talked about this on Fox. Sent and his it was tax like, returns out. And the two questions are is what the New York Times did by releasing this information illegal? And you can debate that and say, no, it, it's technically not illegal. It's whoever provided the information to the news, art, the news outlet is probably compromising and not doing this legally. And hence why they haven't released the full documentation because then that would release the source. So that's a whole other conversation of having news, uh, in, um, news, um, companies releasing this information without releasing the documentation fully for supporting documents. Two, it's not just billionaires that take advantage of, of the tax code. Right. You have, I know thousandaires that, that do the same well, exact you, you thing. What, you pay what you, you, pay what you have to owe pay and, and you make the more. decisions throughout the year so then you don't have to pay more than you owe. And many people either don't pay any taxes or get money back. And it, no, it's not even getting money. It's not a refund. Yeah, you right. are you're getting money that you've already given to right. the IRA. You given to the U.S. government. People don't even realize that. Yeah. So when people say, "Oh, he didn't pay any. He didn't pay any federal income taxes," the um, what was it? People are forgetting in 2017. 2017, he paid 13.3 million dollars in taxes in the years of 2016 and 20. Uh, 2006 and 2005, he paid almost $60 million do, in taxes. Do you know if that was and personal? That sounds like corporate it's income. All cor but it's it? all corporate. Okay. And what yeah. I might assume is he's probably filing it so, jointly. So, but so here's something that people need to keep in mind too when they talk about personal, what he paid personally, okay? Business owners, certainly at that level, um, are incentivized to not pay themselves as just a W-2 employee. Correct. 
okay? Because the corporate tax rate right now is 21% on businesses and I forget what what is it 36.9 or something like that or thir- like I forget what it is on individuals it's, it's, it's cheaper it's to lower. pay yourself it's, through the K1 but it's it's low than it's, it is it's to pay much through higher. A W2, I mean the, yeah. the point is like 15% higher if you're paying taxes on that income on if you're paying taxes as income yes okay if you're paying income tax versus if you're paying a corporate tax on netting net profit of the company. So it makes sense that you're going to keep the money in the corporation so that you pay that way and that you don't pay individually and then you pay yourself in other ways. So, but th- this stuff, it gets, it gets into tax law. It gets yeah. complicated. Yeah. We don't even understand it. The we business went, owners don't we even We went from 300 it. people watching to 12. And so <laughs> just not having this ridiculous yeah. conversation, yeah. but at the end of the day, did what Trump filed, what his tax accountants filed, illegal? No, none of it's illegal. What is wrong with people not understanding the concept of everything that was written in the New York Times is not illegal? Now, everyone that I know files their tax, everyone files their taxes, and some people take advantage of the loopholes that are given to the tax that they are in the no, tax code. Is it, if it's legal, is it a loophole? No, it's not a loophole. You're taking okay. advantage of the tax code. And now you'll also hear people talk about how, well, Trump got a refund of $70 million, $73 million. Yes, it was a tax code update that the Obama administration filed right. so that, that Trump took advantage of. And that's why you pay big accounting firms to go find that stuff for you. And that's obviously what they did. What um what is the definition of a loophole? I wish somebody would tell me that. <laughs> I, I just I mean, what is it? I mean, is is it is it, I mean it because it, it, it's kind of put forth like it's a it's something that no one else gets, but somehow you got, or it's something that's like a special thing. And I'm like, we're talking about the IRS here. Like, I mean, if if I think people if it use, applies to yeah. you, it applies to everybody that's in a people, similar situation. I think, yeah, exactly. I think people I mean, use the word loophole loosely, which I did myself. But like trying to explain to someone that has not been in the finance world what depreciation is and why like, that cup co- if that, I claim all that three of my should kids, be taking is it? that a loophole? Do I mean if I if I have another kid, is that a loophole? Because I got another child. To I talk mean, right. and technically, you have to indicate in the taxes <laughs> uh, that you are claiming your children. So if right. you want to pay mean, more taxes, so, don't claim your kids yeah, and don't yeah. take the benefit. Yeah. Everyone does this. If and you pay less, it's a loophole. If you pay more, somehow it's not. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Every well, the, American is trying not to pay any taxes to begin with. Yeah. So really, you're yeah. just you're giving I love more these guys like Warren Buffett and, and Bill Gates. <laughs> they, you know, they're all for free markets and low taxes while they're trying to get rich and then they become billionaires and then they go around talking about how they ought to be paying more. And I'm like, well, if you think taxes should be higher, nobody is stopping you from at the end of the year, writing a check to the U S treasury and signing it. I will oh, say and you're going to tell me that, you know, all these billions that they're giving away, right. Cause they, they've pledged to give away half of their net worth. You don't think they're writing all that stuff off. Hey. Exactly. Right. Are they just, are they going to not claim that and pay taxes on it? Right. No, again, they're going to claim it as, as a, as a charitable loss, gift. Or a charitable as a charitable gift. gift. Yeah. The, big, the big What's hoopla years ago was that Warren Buffett's secretary pays a higher bracket than he does himself. Now, the flip side of that conversation because is that... Because she gets a paycheck and he doesn't. That the flip side is that, yes, she is in a higher bracket, but he's also paying, I think, almost $100 million more exactly. in taxes than she is. Exactly. And so the verbiage is all it is. I don't exactly. think this is a big deal. Uh, Laura made a comment about abolishing the IRS. There's some days I kind of think that's an appropriate thing to do. Another time, I don't think it's appropriate. I think well, this is where we're at. 
But it would be Jeffrey a fun was talking about Jeffrey was talking about we should just get rid of uh, income tax and 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 go to um, basically a national sales we're tax. Never, we're and never we're never going. Pro- I yeah. said you have to in order to institute a national sales tax, you have to remove from the Constitution yeah. the amendment that allowed federal right, income right, tax yeah. in the first place. So one, you have to remove an amendment, which is probably never going to happen. Right, and right. two, I mean, the only thing you would suggest is a progressive tax, which these uh, um, lawmakers will never allow to happen because they won't be able to, they'll, they'll be screwed over. They will not be able to take advantage of it. Well, what I love in all of this too is that uh, people, again, for the past almost four years now, or yeah, let's say well over four years, once you factor in the campaign, have been clamoring and begging, let's see your taxes, let's see your taxes. That's now the taxes are out. I mean, it's going to fall like a rock, and it's just not going to do anything, um, you know, because there really isn't anything there. Again, if there had been anything there. He'd be in jail by now. He if would right. have been, right. you know. The, I'm sure he's been audited numerous you times don't think when he throughout his, his career. Candidacy, yeah. When he announced his candidacy and was actually doing well, you don't think that there were people in the IRS that were like, you know, let me just check. <laughs> hey, Bob, you got access to DJT or what? I like, will yeah, also let's say just this: check and if, see if there you was. Know they were looking at his taxes. Come oh yeah. On. If there was something, the headline would not be reading the way it is. It exactly. would read exactly. What's it would going say on. Trump committed tax. Exactly. Didn't pay what he I will say this whatever. though: after going through the article, you come to realize that the New York Times actually did something positive in their reporting by stating that the tax uh, um, returns that they have do not show any indication of Russian in involvement in his tax returns. Yeah, that's actually the the one thing that I've. I, I figured if it existed, it would have come out in that uh, Mueller probe anyway. Yeah. But the one thing, and I, my you know, look, I, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist there, but but I know a lot of a lot of people had said that you know this idea of the Russians being involved wouldn't be so so much from a standpoint of like national security being compromised and all that, but it just the fact that back in the 80s and 90s, you know, did Donald Trump go? Ha, did he have trouble getting loans? And if he did have trouble getting loans from traditional banks, did he ever approach like Russian oligarchs, right? And that's what people were worried was that something's going to come out that this guy actually owes, you know, some bad actors in Russia money, you know. And and I would think that if that was the case, it would have already come out by there, now. There was there's such hatred for this president that they call him a, a they call him a a tyrant, they call him a fascist. You don't think any of that would have came out or it yeah, would have blown have up years ago that yeah. this was going on, especially when he was running and all this money was being poured into um, getting background checks and everything else. I think what we're going to see is a slow drip for the next 40 something days yep. of every until, week, yeah, until the election. Outrage and that's what's going to happen. And I think that's what pisses off people more than anything else. They, they needed, they needed something to give Biden momentum yep. going into the debate. Yep. Something um, to talk about. And, and honestly, because the problem is any public appearance that he's done in the last six months has been so God awful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's one that Bill O'Reilly put out where he's, talking about the coronavirus but he's throwing out all these ridiculous numbers that don't even make sense i mean yeah. it's sad i don't i i think even if he he were to win the election that i don't think he'd make it past his second year i just yeah. I, I, yeah. I i think his his mental capacity is degrading yeah. at that rapid rate well trump asked for a drug test <laughs> he asked for a drug test either now give it to us now or immediately yeah after but what the is debate. what's the drug test looking for i mean what what did he mean by that for i sure. don't 
because it would show it, it well it would show uh, any type of methamphetamine, and I'm not talking about illegal. I'm talking about legal. It would show it would show legal methamphetamines. It would show certain types of pre- prescription drugs would pop up on it. It would show it. We are dropping the bar so low, and I, I think we are transitioning <laughs> to well, the debate. Well, because Trump believes, huh. because Trump believes, and I think some people are asking the question: How come? How if you're running for president of the United States, why does your day end at 12 p.m.? Why is the last interview that you're doing at 12 p.m.? you got to be kidding me. How is it that Joe Biden's campaigning for president of the United States, but you're telling me the guy's only working like five hours of the day, and then he has to go to bed? <laughs> I mean, no, like, it's what, a nap. He has to take on? a nap. Mean, meanwhile, Trump is doing midnight rallies. The guy's <laughs> doing three and four rallies a day right. and doing his day job. And Biden won't take questions from the media after 12 p.m. Why is that? Is it because you have to take a nap? Is it because these meds are wearing off? Like, what? Why don't they trust the guy after 12 p.m.? Well, like, what's up? Well, along uh, along that line of questioning, uh, let me go ahead and uh, kind of reset the show. Thank you <laughs> so much for watching the yard sign. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, hope you're having a great night. We are counting down the minutes here to the Stanley Cup uh, final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars. Go Lightning! Uh, but we wanted to. Get Get in some news in our politics of the day before that uh thank you to everybody watching and in the comments section love it um and don't forget to subscribe to the audio version of the podcast on apple google and spotify platforms again topics of the day we went through amy comey barrett and trump's tax day and as we were just getting into a little bit of the biden conversation and what is this debate going to look like i mean obviously we saw democrats try to make the case for not having any debates and obviously that was not going to happen uh and i said you know i said if 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 there if no debates took place biden for sure was going to lose uh, not that I think these debates are going to help him at all, but let's go ahead and pick apart uh, the debate scenario here, which is, uh, again, I mean, I think, unlike what happened to Obama, I think Trump is ready is going to be ready as he was in 2016 to just sweep the floor with with Joe Biden. Um, I think he's going to kill it in these debates. It's it it for some reason it just seems like he's for the most part in a very it's it's like he's he's almost always. Uh, uh, um, on home has home field advantage, right? Like I, I think that's uh, Johnny. I'm nervous. I'm gonna. Uh, you think I, so? Well, well, not not nervous. It's just that here's here's my concern. <clears throat> so Joe Biden, whether you think this is a good thing or a bad thing, has been a politician for what's the number forty seven years. He's debated. He's ran for president. People forget he's ran for president something like ten times or something. He's, he's debated. I mean, sent. I mean, how many? How, three he, times. He, he has debated. Two. The guy has debated professionally a lot, okay, and he doesn't, and and he doesn't tend to do terrible. And having said that, then you have Trump on the other hand, who the campaign's motto—I don't know if this is still the motto—but his motto in the campaign is "Let Trump be Trump." Okay, well, Trump doesn't, you know, like a lot of business guys, you know, they go with their gut. Sometimes they shoot from the hip. He goes with what he knows, and that concerns me because Biden is going to be training for the debate. And Trump, how much is he going to actually prepare for the debate? I don't know. And no, look, you're right. I mean, Trump doesn't come off to me as a person that that would train for a debate. Um, but looking at the people he took out, and and basically, you know, I mean, we had a hell of a bench in 2016. Seven, well, there's 17 of them, including Trump, I think. Correct. Right. Or, right. And and took to, out 16, especially one of them being one of the best debaters in the country in Congress, in Ted Cruz, and yep. just destroyed him. Yep. 
Um, yeah. I mean, now look, I also don't think that the Biden that you're talking about is the Biden we're going to see in these debates. Okay. I have to agree. I, again, when, just yeah. When you start talking about, and I'm sorry, no, 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 go ahead. When you start talking about the, the legacy of Biden, he hasn't had to have a legitimate debate. It's ninety minutes. It's ninety minutes. Senate, Can he go ninety minutes? I don't know. First of all, Can it's Biden after like the twelve p.m. like cutoff. Oh, that's time. right. It's in the evening, so we don't even know what he'll be like. Well, at that he time. won't be allowed to work that day. I mean, they, we, we, we know he's not, he won't be allowed to work that day because he's only allowed to work four to five hours I will, a day. I will say this. I mean, um, we were listening to the White House, the White House briefing. She's, she made comments that she, he is doing prep he every is doing single day. debate prep. Who do and you th- also, oh yeah. Well, you know who it was? <laughs> who, who do you think stands in it for, was, um, who do you think stands in for Biden? He probably fires no, no, the guy no, no, no. that gets, that does it. You know what? Get out of here. No, 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 no. I'm not, I cannot remember. Maybe that explains oh the gosh. whole Brad Parscale situation. Yeah, Brad, Brad Parscale was standing in for Biden. He was probably. He was prepping him and Trump got pissed. (laughs) Who would have thought that was going to blow up the way it did? Anyways, no, they had New Jersey, New Jersey governor, um, Chris Christie. Chris Christie was there as one of the debates. He stood in and yes. he stood in as Biden yes. against Trump. It was him and okay. a, another right. individual. I cannot remember the well, name. Well, that's of right probably now. pretty good. That's I a mean, really good scratch. He's a good. That's probably pretty good because Chris Christie will come at you. You know, when he'll, Chris he'll hit you. Yeah. When he was in the for 2016 during those debates, yeah. it was like he was there to knock off other people yeah, in the debate. True. So you that's, really saw he how, he, how he would be able Trump, to play. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, President Trump really, when he goes in front of the gaggle every single day, that's debate prep right there. Yeah. If you're having yeah, to talk yeah, to the yeah. press every single, if you yeah, start to do that yeah, every look, single day, then you start but, moving but in that direction. I, I guess my point is, is that sometimes, and I don't even think he means, I really don't think he means to do it, but it's like when he got asked the question about, would there be a peaceful transition? Because Trump is not a politician, because he's a businessman, he doesn't think the way the media and typical politicians are are, are, are are trained to think. Okay, As a businessman, you ask him, is there going to be a peaceful transition? And he's thinking, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's going to go to the courts. Maybe, you know, maybe these ballots aren't going to work out. I mean, there's going to be a, you know, who knows what the... Yeah, you know, but that was a on. perfect response. And, and that was a perfect no, response. But, wh- but who, this okay, is where I also went, think... But the political answer to that is... Well, of course there's going to be a peaceful transition. This is the United States of America. The American presidency is something that's revered around the world. There's going to be a peaceful transition. And I look forward to to winning on election day. Do you really think anyone that's that's already decided that's going to vote for Biden was outraged with that comment? The only people that were outraged just, with that comment just were giving, the political elite and those people that are f- so far left right. that they it's assume, just I'm giving reading. ammunition though. It but that ammunition, ammunition does nothing. And I'm, I'm okay. What does right. it do? Because what we're saying there, because basically what do you're you saying think is Trump that is everyone's going, decided. Do you well, think Trump is going to not um, have a peaceful transition? What you're saying, no, I don't think there's going to be a problem at all. But that's one of those instances where I think Trump was 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 joking or just make and I didn't I I didn't see the video so he I don't have the context off and, you know and, but yeah. It, it's yeah it's like or or he's just stringing them along he knows that when he says stuff like this I I think he, your take was slightly wrong in the sense that I think he knows exactly what he's doing I think he knows when he throws out something like that that's what they're going to obsess you're, over you're making yeah. for the, the next four, 40, you're making 48 the four to 36 chess argument 
You're making the argument oh, yeah, for four-dimensional chess. Yeah, he's I think, playing four-dimensional chess the entire time. Do I think Trump is a savant? I just do I think Trump is a savant? I won't he's say that he is. He's just not a politician. He shoots from the hip. He says whatever he wants to say. <laughs> and then the next day, the media goes crazy, and he doesn't know, and he doesn't know why. I think he's been playing yeah. the media since day one for the past four well, years. I, he's I also think. been playing the media for the last 30 years. Yeah. Let's understand this. He isn't playing the media card for the last 30 years. He knows exactly what he's doing. So when he makes these stupid little comments, the media goes crazy, and Middle America is like, well, why is everyone fussing over something like this? It just looked to me like he dismissed it. It didn't look to me like he was goading them, um, which is, I would agree with you if that was the case. If he was goading them, I'd be like, okay, he's playing the media. It just looked like he dismissed it, and I was like... That's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, he does it like tongue-in-cheek, like, yeah. you know, like he's just more annoyed by the question, and so yeah. he's just going to answer it. He just it. wants to move on. So, yeah. right, and then, and then, of course, they obsess over it for the next week or two. I, I just think that, that, so the question then it becomes this, because I think what Anibal was really alluding to is you were kind of saying it doesn't matter how he performs because everybody's already decided. Is Trump going to actually, you know, you know, is Biden going to lose votes? And I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, is there a middle, is there, because we're, we're too involved that we sometimes are. I don't think we can see. Yes. I, I actually think sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees because we're just so involved in it. I mean, I've been asking my neighbors, like, what's going to happen? Because I want to get some people's opinion that don't follow this stuff every day. Right. And many of them are saying Trump's going to win in a landslide. I, and, yeah. Which is scary and, to and, me because I don't yeah. see that. Because honestly. campaigns generally don't end in landslides. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, it's Especially just, as yeah. polarizing as he's been. I don't. I, right. That's like, for me, I do. I want there to be a landslide because that's the only way. Are there any voters? That's the only way there's, that's so the are there any actually be a legitimate, like, Transition a peaceful transition of power. So are there you know any what's going to happen? The left is going to go get. crazy the day of the election oh, when they course. pronounce it. I mean, so, Reagan won in a landslide because he was very popular, and yeah. and Trump is not and very things popular. Are go, and things yeah. are going well, right? And, <laughs> and then, yeah, things are well, generally going very well, well in the country. Economically, things are going well, and that was that was the whole. Are you better off today than you were four years yeah. ago? And coming out of Jimmy Carter, everybody was like, um, yeah. So that was easy. So that was easy. But and also California was reliably. Uh, they went Republican, right? They, they were still Republican. reliably Republican, I think, yeah. back then. So it's yeah. a different world. But um, I, I but guess my states. question, my question is, is there any voters? Are there any undecided voters? Is there anybody that's going to vote on so election? Allegedly, day that's it's actually undecided. Allegedly, and needs the debate to figure so allegedly it out. Allegedly, it's about six to twelve percent. Of the, uh, you believe twelve percent of people have no clue. I don't think twelve percent. I think I can give it to six, seven, maybe even eight percent. I don't think maybe it's 12. single digits. I don't. Maybe. I don't think it's above ten percent. But like that's normally what sways elections. I mean, anyways, you, you really think somebody's watching that debate, saying to themselves, "I wonder." You know, I wonder who I'm going to vote for. Let me watch this debate and see if I can figure that Have out. Have you, you been really, to the villages? I mean, do you really yes, think so? Yes, there are people <laughs> that so? are going to look at that debate and really make the decision. I've been to Sun City Center. I mean, <laughs> that's the only that's <laughs> the only that's the only area where again, I it doesn't make any sense to me, but according to some of the polling that's out there that there are a lot of senior citizens who are either thinking of voting for Biden or are on yes. the fence, which again, don't fully understand why, yeah. but there seems to be a lot of uh, indecision, at least among that demographic. I mean, we probably um, have people watching right now that haven't made the decision yet if they're going to vote for Trump or not. And you, I know these people, and I'm going to tell you right now. Is there anybody they're watching gonna be looking that's at the undecided? Is there anybody yes, that's There un, are some people that are watching if they're, that If are you're undecided. watching and you're undecided, please <laughs> let us know. We she have already, to know who they you already, are. They already did. We I'll have say, to know who you are. I will say this. If the debate 
goes the way. Okay, so there's only really two ways this debate is going to go. Either they both slug it out and neither really lands a punch, um, but they both come out not really that bloody, or one or the other completely falls apart. Do I think Trump is going to fall apart on a 90-minute broadcast of live television for a debate? No, because he didn't do it any of the other times, and he's been adamant, and his his day-to-day um, schedule shows that he will probably be able to deal with a 90 minute standing on a on the podium. The person that Biden I don't think Trump? Uh, Trump, the person oh. I don't think will be able to do that. And Trump sleeps is, four hours a night. Exactly. I don't think machine. I don't think Biden has the capacity he, to do something minutes. like that. Nah, he'll make it through 90 minutes. He'll make it through, but he will either look defeatist at the end of it, or it'll be like like the. Or he passes out. Like that's there's will, really will no way. Trump and Biden shake hands prior to this? Yes, I think so. I think COVID so. excuse to not to. I think so. I think no Biden Trump doesn't like well, shaking hands. Everybody yeah, knows that. True. Secretly, he doesn't like shaking hands. So, do you think Trump will will be the one that is like? Well, and you know Biden, and you know oh, Biden's going to come out. Trump should do that. Trump should offer him a fist bump. But you know Biden's going to come out in the mask. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, Biden's yeah. going to oh, come yeah. out in the mask. He oh, looks yeah. so weak, so he can criticize Trump for he not looks wearing a mask. Sure, so yeah, of course, weak yeah. with the mask on. I don't know why he puts it in his advertising. You're literally standing in front of a camera. Why do you have your mask on? Yeah, next to no one. I, I why know. do you have your mask on? That yeah. makes no sense. Trump yeah. walking through a facility yeah. with a mask on yeah. with someone yeah. that makes well because sense. again, being a businessman, all about utility. Trump does something if it makes sense to do it at the time. And if and wearing a mask when you're walking through a facility that hasn't been like cleared by the Secret Service in the sense that it's not like they've sucked all the air out and made it a zero a zero pressure environment, right? So yeah. what does he do? He wears a mask because it makes sense. If you've seen the West Wing, and, you and know of episodes it. of where they're literally testing the air for certain chemicals to make sure it's always pure. Right. Well, so we, at the end we, of the day, that's one of the most like secure facilities in the right, world. Right. Wherever the president goes, it's going to be. There's already been an advance party yeah. that's come and checked everything. And so again, I'm I'm right. looking forward to tomorrow. I actually hope we do have a we do a simulcast. I think it will be it will be it. great to be watching it back here and commenting. How many people on are going to watch? Is it going to be more people than watch the Super Bowl? No. Or, no, or no, will no, it no, be no. close? I think you know. Funny you know enough, people watch the Super I think, Bowl. Well, don't you remember no. the Trump debate? No, remember I the think Trump debates. I will say this: I think the debate is going to draw more viewers than any sporting event has this year. Yes, which is a good segue what, what into our next take? topic. <laughs> I wonder. Well, I wonder what it takes. We'll do twenty-five the, million. We'll do forty million. I don't know about that. But now I know to look it up for tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. So thank you again to wa- for watching the yard sign, Johnny Torres, <laughs> your host as always. Uh, again, please share the podcast if you don't mind. Uh, we'll also have it up on YouTube a little later tonight, along with the audio version of our podcast, which you can find on Apple, Google, and Spotify platforms. Joining me tonight, Joe Wicker, uh, Anibal Cabrera, as always, and. Uh, we have our list of topics there which you've missed so thank you so much for joining us or maybe you've been watching the whole time thank you um we're gonna get into a slight departure from our usual range of topics uh and we're gonna talk pro sports in 2020 um not going into sports in general but really just how it's been affected by everything that's gone on this year from coronavirus to uh, the, the race uh, debate and, uh, and you know, how that may or may not have an effect on the presidential uh, campaign. Uh, we saw, well, he's he, technically, I don't know. It, it depends on whether or not you consider wrestling a sport, but the rock came out. Uh, I think it was uh, today or over the weekend. Uh, don't say it's fake. It's not fake. <laughs> and, uh, and he uh, endorsed, <laughs> Biden and Kamala Harris. And so 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) so let's see all right there we go finally hit the buttons right so i mean it what the rock is cooking does the rock sway votes i don't think so i don't know i mean he's he's obviously a huge he he is easily the biggest celebrity we have on earth right now but i don't think remember when hillary was running and she was like paying jay-z to like throw to throw uh a concert. Concert. If Beyonce yeah. and Jay Z, the it, the king and queen of yeah, the Illuminati, it, it can't move the 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 they can't bring the work. votes, yeah. then The Rock won't either. Love his movies. He, I think he does a great job. Keep in mind, The Rock relies on Hollywood, right? Oh, yeah. I would love to see The he Rock's tax returns. On Hollywood to see how much what is that Hollywood, I mean, come, and, and what happens in Hollywood if you come out? <laughs> As a Republican, what happens? You yeah. get doxxed yeah. and you get blacklisted, and so I, I you end up hosting uh, cheesy uh, Hollywood type shows. Yeah, so um, I'm talking about other. I, I mean, <laughs> shout out to Mario they, Lopez. They don't look. To, they don't look. They don't look to me for movie critic advice, and I don't look to them for political. No, advice. Mario look, Lopez to me seems like the most unaffected of the celebrities. He bounced back pretty quickly. I was a little surprised how quickly. Yeah. He I don't think he back. ever like. Yeah, kind he of took us sabbatical. He took us. If you, if if you're in Hollywood and you come out as a conservative, you are now going to be doing Christian movies. And <laughs> so, Kirk you're going to be playing and Antonio Sabato yeah. Jr. Grow your hair out, stay ready Dash. to play Jesus. Because I will say this: I think can you be one of the I think three Slater wise men? from Saved by the Bell did a great job with the rebound. Oh, yeah. I don't think he was affected as most as others, but I will say that I mean, who's going to say no to those dimples? Those got the cheeks. That's insane. Also, he hasn't aged at all after 20, 30 years since Saved by the Bell. It's insane. Okay, back to sports. By the way, if if Stacey Dash ever wants to do a Christian movie with me, I'd happily cooperate. Whoa. No, I mean, look, she's she's one of these people that has been ostracized by Hollywood. You don't hear about her anymore. No, and well, did and then she just she, get out of politics? Did she stop talking? Is that what she did? She, she got a little. She had a did little bit of falling out. Talking? Well, no, in, seriously, in, the, did, in political circles, I think. Did you she know, stop? And, did she stop going on the political circuit? I haven't seen her. I think she's had some personal issues, and oh, and I okay. think that's that's what's drawn her off. And oh, okay, um, like everybody in Hollywood, but she's pretty active <laughs> on social media. I mean, um, but yeah, she she kind of. Again, I don't know for what reason, but she kind of, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, um, yeah, for whatever reason, she Speaking just of sports, lost some of that, that spotlight. We are trying to get back so into We're sports. trying to get to sports, okay? Joe Montana's home got broken to by some, I think it was a female. Obviously, the woman's crazy. I think it was a female who grabbed the their grandchild that oh, was there. yeah. And they had like a standoff where he tried, they, he tried to like, you know, to try to uh, play it cool or whatever, yeah. yeah. And ev- eventually, I think Mama Bear came out and Miss Montana, and supposedly she got the grandchild back away. You know, got got her out of her arms, and the woman ran off, and the police got her. But apparently, huh. they left a door open. They left a door unlocked, wow. and and somebody, I mean, I don't know these crazy stalkers. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. These crazy stalkers. I mean, you know, it was just a crazy person, probably. But they yeah. stalk these holly, you know, these famous people. Well, back so to first, sports. yeah. So <laughs> no, but I mean, that does kind oh, of bring hey, us that was back. Like an amendment, Mom. Was I mean, a, so like let's talk about first of all the coronavirus kind of angle on this. Uh, I mean, look, honestly, it's kind of taken some of the fun out of me. I've never been a huge like I got to be in front of the TV for this sport or that sport kind of guy, anyways. So to watch these sports without fans in the crowd and with the fake noise pumped in, like 
I'm just not interested. The I mean, fake noise is I, so distracting. I am so surprised. We were watching I an had NFL noticed. game. It must be working. We were, I know. We were watching an NFL game, and they were pumping in the uh, actually in the NFL. We were watching on on Saturday, and you could hear the like the fans screaming. And I'm like, who is doing that? Like I couldn't tell, and then I realized it's just they're dumb. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just pumped so in. Weird. I will say some team, some sports are, leagues, and some teams are taking it less serious than others. The uh, stadium in Denver actually had the entire cast of South Park in their stadium over the weekend. I thought that was a fun little Brilliant. add-on. Oh yeah, I got some people watching watching the show here that I know are Brady fans. So, oh. so do you want to talk? <laughs> so do you not want to talk uh, about Brady, uh, or do you want to talk? No, we can talk. I mean, like I no, Brady, look, so I so say, I will say that the the He's the, good, the guess, schedule right? is really weird right now because now all the sports are playing at the same time. Right. Uh, you have, of course, you have baseball, college. You have college basketball, college football, normal football. Um, in my household, football is only played on Saturdays. But you have NS- exactly yeah. You have the NS- <laughs> you have hockey coming down to it. We have a uh, game six tonight. Yeah. Yep. For the NFL, go Lightning, yep. and then you have uh, NHL. 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 That's how much you I and the acronym. I, I can't. It, right. My goodness. Yeah, it, it works horribly from my side. And then you have the Rays, who actually made it onto theirs, yeah. clinching the the yeah. their league. I am really surprised, but like. Now it's like, who are my following? But who's paying attention? Like nobody I know is paying attention. Because it just sucks. Like, like I'm in, uh, you know, I'll be in a room with like three or four other guys, and I'm like, hey, when's the game? And nobody knows. Like nobody knows what channel it's on or what time the game's on or you know. I have a lot of friends that are not following basketball anymore. Why do you think that is? Primarily, I think it's coronavirus. I think okay, uh, I think a lot of it had to do with with it throwing the timing of the seasons but all why off. Why don't they care when the game is? I think why they don't care. I think is because of the politicization that has happened. You know, in, so in Corona the, gets you kind of off balance, and then you're right. hearing all this political BS, and you're yep. just like, you know what? Forget it. I don't even know. Yeah. Forget like, and you move on to other things. Other things take precedent in your life. Well, you start getting some projects on the weekend. Yeah, going yeah but them, also like also in the past, you would be able to focus on one sport. Oh, Right, yeah, it's, it's one season. So when yeah. basketball yeah. was going through, right. then, then right. you would start hearing about hockey. Hockey would start, right. baseball would start. And then when that started ending, then you would get into right. football. And so now with all of them playing at the same time, I really don't care. You know who knows hey, the schedule more than than my than I do is the de- the, the device that I yell at in the morning asking, I ask her, like, who's won the game? Right. And right. they tell me who won. So it's either Google or what's the other one, the big... Alexa, Alexa, uh, Alexa yeah, tells yeah, yeah. me more about sports than yeah. the TV does. Yeah. Well, that's just, the thing. Yeah, I have not yeah. seen. I haven't even seen highlights. I've seen zero baseball this season. Zero. I mean that. Yeah. Is, I mean, yeah. I haven't watched a single Rays game, and not not for any reason. Like it's just you know, and 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 look, and and uh, again, I I watched some of the Bucks game last night. You know, yep, uh, yep. I mean, I passed out. You know, it, out during halftime. <laughs> you know, yeah. But but it's one of those things that yeah. it's just not the same. And look, as excited as I am, look, the Heat are in the finals, the Lightning are in the finals, the Rays are in the finals. Like every all these Florida teams are doing amazing. Right. And like nobody really cares. I know. And and forever, this is the part that really bugs me the most is that forever these seasons are going to be asterisked. 
Yep. Because yep. they are abbreviated yep. seasons. They yep. didn't play a full season. They didn't have preseason. They yep. had, you know, they had coronavirus, that this, that. You know, so there's they're always going to bring into question, well, how legitimate of a championship was that? Right, right. You know, even if the Lightning win yeah. it tonight, which I think they will, yeah. you know, there's always going to be like that. Well, that was that 2020 season yeah. Every, yeah. where they didn't play a full yep. season and uh yep. and there was coronavirus and there was no fans and yep. you know, and so it's so, almost like it's no, more like a participation trophy. So it makes sense that Tampa, all the sports of Tampa, would be winning <laughs> we're doing this well. cycle yeah. because it will not be counted. Oh, no, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. we're, that's the thing. Yeah. If that logic c- keeps in play, we're going to win everything. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, you well, won, but that's because none of the real teams were playing in that cycle. Growing, that's growing, why you were able to get out. Growing up in Atlanta, I was watching um, You know, UGA was about to get upset by Arkansas, which was crazy. That would have never happened. They they ended up winning and pulling out winning, but and then uh, Mississippi Mississippi State beat um, LSU, the national the defending national champions. You know that's crazy. And and actually, who who I feel who I feel for in this whole thing, man, to be honest, is these seniors, the the kids that are playing college oh, yeah. football oh, yeah. or pick your college sport Last but this year is their this year. year this was yeah. supposed to be their year you're trying to go to the pros you're, you're trying to have the best year ever um you know maybe you you can't stay another year or whatever and it's just ruined for so many of them and that's why they started suing and and the kids over yeah. in the big 10 see they got sued because of that and with that plus trump's uh uh, pushing. Remember, Trump was on TV saying play college football. Well, and, and the Big a, Ten came back. In a sad way, though, these kids have gambled their entire futures on being professional athletes. Yep. And and so they don't even care what degrees they've gotten. And most of them have probably never showed up to a single class. Whoa, 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 and whoa, whoa! I will say this: Spanish rough, five, love you, Johnny. Spanish five so, classes. How dare you talk about their sociology fully, degree like that? Come on, fully <laughs> in for the next semester. Matter. Basket weaving, Spanish number five, like these classes, someone needs to go to them. Yeah. And these are usually the cream of the crop when it comes to the athletes. Well, it's a good thing you can pay your fellow students to go do that for you. You know, oh, so. allegations. <laughs> allegations, allegedly. I will say this. I am disappointed with all the Florida teams. I'm not going to lie when it comes to college. Are I, you trying to say that a sociology degree from Appalachian State University is not <laughs> the focus of... No, if you're going Why to Appalachia, if you're going to Appalachia State, you're probably not too worried about getting into the NFL. I got my finance degree <laughs> from uh, Willacoochee, Georgia. Hey, University. remember Brady was like pick number what, like two hundred and something? Oh, uh, remember that? Yeah. I will tell you this though. Again, it, just to add on to how weird of a year this is, aren't the Miami Hurricanes like undefeated? Or well, they've only played two games, right? You know, but but I mean, they, they beat Florida State. So they destroyed Florida so State. All right. Can so we not I have this discussion right now? I don't want to have. Get in where you Get in where you fit. I can zoom in on an evil right now. I totally. I don't know would. why oh, you're an FSU fan. I don't have anything against FSU. It's just it is they're at they are what they are. Can right we now. not have this they'll conversation? All I'll say they'll is, come back. Yeah, they'll come back and be glad that you weren't playing the University UCF of Florida and and University of Florida Stadium will continue to burn. I don't even know how they are doing. How is UCF doing? Who knows? Are they? They're not on TV. Are they on TV? I don't know. I mean, that's all you heard about last year or the year before was UCF. But this is the thing. It's like... Did we close that college? It's like I watch watch the the NBA... 
You know, you know, I've seen little Budget bits. I've, I've seen little bits and pieces of, well, of they're the NBA in Orlando, right? And yeah, <laughs> and it's Disney. like, yeah. and the they're minute Disney. you see like the, the the things on the back of the jerseys, the the, the words or the oh, slogans, right, or the, right. it's like, yeah. ugh, it's yeah. like yeah. because again, like sports is supposed to be a departure from reality. Yes. It is entertainment. Um, yes. and they have ruined said entertainment and it's not a statement. It's not that I don't agree or I disagree with whatever the message they're trying to put out. It's That's that I don't want to hear it. That's not the point. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I don't exactly. want to hear it. You know, exactly. you know, it's not the time of the place. It's like when I go to a concert and they're trying to get me to register to vote, guess what? Right now is not when I care about registering to vote. I'm here to see, <laughs> you know, fish perform whoa, for the next whoa, six hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm just, I'm Are you telling me queen, queen B does not motivate you to s- to vote for the Democratic Party? I don't understand. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Are you oh saying these did, celebrities did, Johnny, did you go to the Bad don't Bunny influence? concert here? <laughs> 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 you were at the Bad Bunny concert trying to get voters. Okay, we've sure. talked about I'm everyone. Bad Bunny, but that's not a concert. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about everyone else's team. I will say um, my wife's second team, uh, Notre Dame, destroyed USF. Um, last Ugh. last week, so I yeah. am fully. I love it. I love when that happens. I'm sorry, Mrs. and Mr. Jennings. Well, and how do you go from Eastern? It. How do you go from Notre Dame to Eastern Carolina University? I mean, it's just <laughs> the disparity in some of these schedules is just ridiculous. It's but, ridiculous, but that's the schedule you could build. Well, the major, con- well, yeah, but yeah, look at the major. Well, wait a minute, but look at the major conferences. Uh, the SEC, all they're doing is playing themselves. I mean, right. that's rough. Yeah, they have rough schedules. Yeah. So whoever comes out as the, the whoever is whoever the, comes out of that whoever one. is the SEC <laughs> champion is like the Legit, national yeah. champion. Like no matter what happens in the game. <laughs> no, look and and I just I hope that you know all these leagues will just kind of hit the reset button and say okay we're going to yeah. get back to sports, you know because honestly the 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 worst thing that could have happened you know. Uh, on top of this coronavirus has been all of all of this other um all this this other racial division and then seeing all these companies and certainly our sporting teams you know and how they've had to react to it and adjust to it i mean it's just really i think i think all of that is what's turned people off and that's why the numbers are as abysmal as they are you know not to <clears throat> i don't know i'm not saying this is a true fair comparison you know but i love college football and you know i served in the army but i think about I love football because it's such a team sport, right? And you rely on the person to your left and right to do their job. And if you don't, you're going to get popped and it's going to hurt. Right. And it reminds me a little bit of kind of the camaraderie that you have in the military where you right. don't and care. And it's a strategy game. Yeah, it's yeah. a strategy game. And, and you don't care, you know, in the military and in football, you don't care where that person came from. You do not care what that person's race or religion or what. Like, you care about nothing other than what is your job and are you going to do your job. Right. And that's it. That's all you care about. And then you build the bond and you, you, you know, you, you, you sweat and you bleed a little and, you know, you go through all that stuff as a football team and you build this bond. And then, like I said, the seniors, those guys have been there. This is it for them. Some of them are going to have a chance at the pros. Many are not. Many. So that's the last game of football they're ever going to play. percent You know, yeah, it's the last game of football they're ever going to play. They've wanted to do that since they were little boys and Mighty Mites and stuff. And so I think about that, and I'm like, how is there any – how can there be racial issues on that football team? I don't want to sound naive. I mean, perhaps there are some somewhere. 
But I just think and you got to imagine that not all the players are on board with all this. You know, they can't be all this uh, virtue signaling and uh, you know whatever when, other. When somebody on a team like that, when somebody in an infantry squad or or a or a, or whether it's that or or it's a football team, if you're getting on to, to your buddy, I mean, you're probably getting on to them because they slacked off and didn't pull their weight. It's not. It's not something about you know where they're from, who they are, and stuff like that. I just, I don't get it. So like you said, John, I just, it's the last place that I want to hear about political issues, yeah. even if it's an important issue like like equality. Do you think it's going to take a few seasons for them to get back to the numbers that they were before all this hoopla? I can tell you from my standpoint, my team is the University of Tennessee Volunteers. College is different. And I think that next year, 102,455 people will be in the stands at just about every single game. Yeah, no, look. If you let them. Well, and real quick, Hector's asking what's my opinion on Dan Lebetard. I like Dan as a guy. I mean, I I enjoy him as a sportscaster. I don't know if there's something specific that you're kind of uh, alluding to on that. I mean, but I like him as a sportscaster. I know he's, as of late, kind of been a little bit more politically opined but um uh but that's but, but well, again I think the young players though think about it a lot of these players they're still they're still young college students right and you've got these protests going on in college campuses you've got political and student organizations some of those players are getting roped up into that and so what do you do as a coach right mm. are you going to ostracize all your players and and say listen and you know, I don't want to hear about it i mean these are young men and they tend to be more emotional, right? You know, and so if that's if it's important to them, then it's got to be important to the coach somehow. And so I think that's why you see these coaches marching and coming out because they they need the loyalty of their of their guys. And there's know? no it, there's no in the middle. It's like it's yeah, like during this. Well. It's like during the McCarthyism. Like you either are with us or you're against us, and that is never a healthy place to go in regards to to, to building camaraderie and building a society. Yeah. You can't have it that way. And yeah. a lot of these protesters believe that that it's either you're you're with us or you're against yeah. us. Yeah, and they just they don't believe in some form of right. let's let's figure yeah. out how we can move forward. Well. Yeah. These teams could have handled it uh, in an entirely different way without, you know, basically shoving it down your throat. I mean, because they could have encouraged and worked with these athletes that were passionate about the subject and saying, okay, how can we support you? You know, do you need money? Do you need resources? Do you want us to put on events? Do you want to, and, and, and have none of it interfere exactly. with the sport itself, but at the same time accomplish the goal that they're trying to accomplish, which is bring awareness to these issues, provide opportunities in the communities that they're trying to, uh, to lift up, right? And, and try to have the dialogue with government officials that they're trying to, again, see the change in. But none of this is accomplishing any of that. that, that that's my issue with the pro ball teams is that, you know, everybody talks about players having constitutional rights. No, you are an employee mm-hmm. of your employer who is the Dallas Cowboys or whoever it is, okay? Your job is to do what the duties of your job say at that, at that company. And every one of those football teams had the ability to say, listen, we are doing our job, which is we're going to play football, and we're going to win games and make money doing it, okay? And we are happy to support different causes and work through our players, but you're here to play football, and that's it, you know? How can we support you otherwise? But we're not bringing it, because anytime you bring politics or religion or any of these other exactly. issues into your business, which is what football is, a business, you alienate automatically a, a portion of your customer base and it's bad right. business it doesn't yeah. make sense yeah. well and in the same way that uh in, in the same way 
that they, again, alienated half the fan base, you know. At the end of the day, honestly, I think in a year or two from now, like people aren't going to care or remember or, you know, it's like you, because both sides are guilty of it. They get all worked up, up in arms about, Oh, I'm going to protest these people, whether it be Starbucks or Chick-fil-A or the NFL or the NBA. And then a year from now you see them and they're in line for their tickets and they're in line for their latte. Yeah, exactly. So I think if a team would have come out the way that you just said, Joe, and would have pushed back and said, Hey, look, we're in the football business. We're not in the politics business. You know, we'll help our players through whatever, Whatever means you know they they deem fit and i think even if they would have gotten some blowback at the end of the day nobody would have cared and the world would have kept rotating in the way that it's rotating and that's where you see when things go too far when protesters are harassing individuals when they go when they start going into cafes and yelling at the barista when they start interrupting people at their when they're having dinner when they cro- when they stop roads well the corporate people, world, that's when people start getting upset yeah when the, the, when when normal people get upset because you are now disrupting their their lives because you don't feel that they are respecting the, your position. The corporate world brought some of this onto themselves because you look at any company's webpage and they, they're just tripping over themselves to talk about how they're so woke and 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 environment and, and they're social not. and, and social they're not. stuff. No, they don't care. No. They're just they're doing what they need to do to make money and they're basically giving um, uh, hush money to various groups that are like, hey, that are extorting money from these companies. They don't care about that. They yeah. care They care about what they should care about, which is their core business. Well, because you know that, uh, I'm I, like you said, I mean, the extortion is very real. Oh, yeah. And if they're not getting a check, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll be protesting you on Sunday then. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Jesse Jackson got called out for that oh, a long yeah. time ago. Oh, yeah. With his Rainbow Push Coalition going around basically getting checks. Oh, Jesse and, Jackson and, is the biggest racist and, and they were getting paid in U.S. history. Yeah, in U.S. he's the biggest, away. biggest racist and has yeah. done absolutely yeah. nothing and, for yeah. race relations in the United and States. And just like lawsuits, corporations do the math. They say, mm-hmm. what's the cost associated with being protested or whatever, you know? And, oh, okay, what do they want? Oh, $50,000 donation? Oh, okay, here you go. Go away. Yeah. And, and, and if you think about it, well, then so you don't really believe. You're not a believer. You're not being honest. But guess what? The organization that's doing that is perfectly okay because they don't need you to be a believer either. That's why all of they this. They just want you that's to why submit. All and of cut this a check is and in Spanish is called mierda. It, it really is. It's <laughs> yeah. all bull yeah. when it comes to this wokeness yeah. that the corporate America is having. The only reason why they're doing it is because they think they can get some additional funds out of yeah. you because yeah. of it. And it's just it's and that's why when it comes. And don't get me wrong. We have companies like this on the on the right as well. Sure. Well, I was just going to say, like, like sure, remember it, sure. remember Hobby Lobby, right? Yeah. Everybody, oh, Hobby yeah. Lobby's done. They're yeah. going to be out of business soon because oh, yeah. they're getting protested and nobody wants to deal with all of their you know religious values and all of their republican yeah. uh stance on obamacare and all that kind of stuff guess what i haven't seen a single hobby lobby go out of business i'll say this right now i haven't seen a chick-fil-a either go out of business focus <laughs> on your core business if you sell chick-fil-a sandwiches sell chicken sandwiches <laughs> right if you sell arts and crafts sell arts and crafts and the, and that's and isn't that the way you keep the that's the way you keep the um I'm trying to think of what you call it. It's like it's like the protection. It's like the mob when they want protection money. That's the way you keep you keep these guys at yeah. bay. You don't ever give in to it. You just right. say, "Hey, listen, I'm not I'm not against you. I'm not with you, but that's not my business. I'm not yeah. I'm not a political activist. We sell 
coffee. We don't <laughs> we don't negotiate with terrorists. That exactly. is that's, <laughs> that's where it is at the end of the day. And a lot exactly. of these woke comp- these woke organizations right. and these fascists, honestly, they're fascists, have become. You do not yeah. negotiate with terrorists. Exactly. I don't care what anyone says. I will talk to activists. I'll talk to protesters. I know a lot of them. They're good people that want to see change. Because think about we it. might not you agree can't support on every cause. the yeah. We might not yeah. agree on how to get to that outcome, but we all agree with the outcome. I mean, so we about, need to move. Yeah. We need to find a way even, to move in that direction. Even even nonprofit organizations, like say a, a Christian organization that that solicits funds and then uses that money to support certain things, they can't help everybody. They they can't they can't support every initiative that's out there. They have to pick and choose their lane. This is what we do. This is what we support, and that's what we're sticking to. And you but have I'll to be tell able you, to say no. I'll tell you the big reason, and we got to kind of wrap it up because we're already about fifteen after, but uh, almost twenty after. Um, but the the biggest reason why I think these pro sports leagues and the teams caved to the athletes is because they already know and they ha- they carry the guilt. You know of of a narrative that they that that has been trying to be built for a long time, which is that you know you have people out there that will say that they consider modern sports modern day slavery, you know that they are working for a white man with a lot of money and blah 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 and and that's why you've seen some sports teams reach out to minorities and bring them in as minority stakeholders um, and. Oh, and try so to diversify saying, the ownership. Okay, so your point is that these are predominantly white owned companies who've been making a lot of money off of players. And even though players make a lot of money, the owners make a heck of a lot more. Sure. And you're saying that they kind of, in the back of their mind, do feel like, okay, new players come in every single year. Some of these guys get injured for life, and then they're off the roster, and I just made money off of them, and they end up with a, a crappy NFL pension. And you're saying that this is kind of like a... It's a way to keep them at bay. They're, 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 they're kind of paying paying up because they feel guilty about their business. I mean, I, I refuse yeah, to do pull the, the it's, it's, it's a way to get to that position. It's again. a way for them to, to prevent the curtain from being pulled back, you know, and for that right. topic being, right. being brought up mm-hmm. because I know that there are players that feel that way. There are well, players there are that people that don't, that feel like they are owned right. because they are traded and right. they are purchased and, the and they are, you know, and, 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 and that, and that then they're discarded when they're not of any use. Right. Um, and I think that guilt that they carry as being okay. a team owner, which now they're also trying to change the nomenclature and, and, and now they want to call them team managers or team right. general managers right. or right. whatever. Um, and, and, and we I can't even call a living room, a, a a bedroom a master suite anymore like the verbiage that (laughs) we're trying to like they're trying to make it to where people feel comfortable again once that's how you know we are a rich country (laughs) i mean people literally have no other major issues in their life that they have to focus on and we have major issues we have coronavirus we still have the economic depression or a recession that might be coming our way there's a lot of issues and what does this what does the congress decide to do leave for vacation make sports great but still if you look at what they did to the guy who owned the clippers oh right um and, and i forget i forget his name um, but if you look at what they did to him, I think that is what they're scared of. They're scared of if they don't fall in line, yes, the team is going to turn on them and then they're going to be portrayed as a racist. And, and then if they're labeled as a racist, then the NBA can come in and say, well, because we think that you may be a racist, we're going to go ahead and your take game. your ownership. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much and have a nice day. So you think the actual, like, Roger Goodell and all these guys, like, actually, the NFL owners are fearful of the organization itself. NFL. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're afraid of the NFL. 
Yeah, they're well, they're flair. Because even though you're an right. owner, you're one of multiple owners, and the NFL can get other owners. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean can, just like they did with the Clippers. Yeah, they made you know, and if team, need yeah. be, as they did with the Clippers, the 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 league will own it for a time until they find a new owner. But they had no problem finding somebody to step up right. and purchase the team, especially since you know they they didn't care if they made a profit on the sale of the team or not. Right. Um, all they were looking was for new ownership. And I think yeah. if these owners realize if they didn't Man. fall in line, they so were going to lose their ownership. Even state. when you're a billionaire, you're still not out of the out of the water, right? You're still subjected to all this craziness. I mean, I still get fired. I'm not going to give Steve Ballman, Ballmer the the kudos of what he did. I was going to say, wasn't, he, wasn't that guy kind of creepy? I mean, I mean he wasn't is he, officially wasn't he doing banned for life yeah, for attending an bad? NBA game. So, oh, is, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the owner of the Clippers. That guy. Yeah, wasn't he doing some bad stuff? Well, again, he was. You know, no. Look, his his removal from the NBA, Donald Sterling. Sterling. So his removal from the NBA was very legitimate. You know, they were. I mean, regardless of how they came about these recordings, they were voicemails and private conversations that were recorded, and he was incredibly racist. I mean, that's well documented. Despite dating a minority, um, you know, who was the one that eventually led to his demise, but he was an incredibly racist individual. Um, That being said, I think because that is also so recent. I mean, that was within the last five or six years, I think. Um, I think they worried about the players turning on them and then going to the league and say, I'm not going to work for this guy because he doesn't kowtow to my political beliefs. And so therefore you're now labeled a racist and you're forced to sell your team. He is a racist, and he should not have been. He Sterling, have been, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, I agree with you. The outcome of that can it can be very fishy how this is going to go down the pike. But at the end of the day, you, I mean, this happens a lot. This is why we have unions. This is why we have all this other stuff to allow for there to be some kind of balance when it comes to the power and influence. But you're right, Joe. Even even as a billionaire, you are kowtowing yes. to either the players or to the NBA. And basically, if they decide that they don't want you to have an ownership stake in the league, like my buddy in Atlanta said, you know, he happens to be black. He said, "Who got who got uh, uh, Jerry Jones to take a knee?" Yeah, said that's what. Who's got who's who's got enough money to get Jerry Jones? It's it's not money. I bet you that man was blackmailed to take a knee. You know. All right, all well, right, with guys, that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> make football great again. Yeah, no kidding. Well, thank you again to everybody Just for watching. College. We appreciate you for watching <laughs> the yard sign, uh, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Uh, again, feel free to like, share, comment on our show. Uh, again, the show's doing great. We're going to have a lot more in store for you. Uh, feel free to reach out to us via messenger for topic ideas, uh, people that you'd like to see on the show. Um, but, uh, the support has been fantastic and, uh, actually look on YouTube over the next coming weeks. We're going to have all those interviews from the Florida Federation of Republican women. We're going to have those up on the YouTube channel. They're currently on Facebook though. If you can't wait for them, uh, in the meantime, on behalf of Joe Wicker and Abel Cabrera, I am Johnny Torres, your host. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, we'll be back here tomorrow night. Yeah. 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 You guys on board? That'll be fun. All right. We're going to do a I'm companion like, I, I uh, be, broadcast. I need to ask the wife and see if she, <laughs> me, if she gives me a maybe, okay. depending on the business. All, All right. Depending on the wife. So let's see. Well, it's, it's going to start late, isn't it? Like 730 or 8 or something like that. Is it? 
have so. no idea. All I'm, right, well, keep an eye on the Facebook page uh, for details. <laughs> We're going to have a full, When do you think he'll start dozing? Trump is dozing going up. to say something like, "We need to hurry this debate up because it's past Joe's bedtime." He's going <laughs> oh to say God. something. Yeah, he will. He's going to say something like that, and it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Say bye bye. Bye, guys. Bye.